This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, we honor you. We thank you for your presence to lead us, to usher us into the new year. Jesus, our Savior, the lover of our soul, we give you praise. We give you honor. Thank you. Thank you. All that we have to say, Lord, is thank you. Lord, we have one thing to say. Thank you. We say thank you for your hand that has been upon us. Thank you for your grace that has found us. Thank you. To see this hour, we say thank you. We say thank you. Thank you, Holy, Holy Spirit. Our teacher, our guide, thank you. Thank you. We praise you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Well, by the grace of God, we have successfully entered the last hour of 2022. It is not by our wisdom it is not by our goodness. It is by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. And therefore, we would want to spend this hour in a thankful way by hearing his word. Amen. This this new coming year that is 2023 as a church is declared as a year of being thankful so So this is how we say it, 2023, my year 
of being thankful. My year. Please, we know it's Chalak night. So don't put us, don't give us Chalak night back. We know where we are. Do you get it? We know it's Chalak night. That's why we are here. So give us something better on the background. 2023, my year of being thankful. So, Vanguelli, I'm expecting you to write 2023, my year of being thankful. Wake up. It's the last hour of 2022. Hallelujah. Please be seated. So there are certain prayers. Please stop moving up and down and all those things and learn learn to sit. Except those with children that sometimes a child disturbs you. It's this up and down that has made you almost like Satan. Moving to and fro. I'm not saying you are Satan. It has made you almost like. You are not in Jesus' name. But don't do the things that he does. Otherwise, you look like him. You must learn to sit still. Amen. So there are certain prayers that will be praying throughout the whole year. As we meet, as we gather, we'll be praying those prayers. Amen. And I may share with you a few of them. One is, Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessing of never going backwards, but forwards only. So, Lord, I am thankful that in 2023, I have the blessing of never going backwards, but forwards only. In 2023, I am going forward in my life and ministry. Hallelujah. The second prayer point. Lord, in 2023, I am thankful that I have the blessing of finding what I have been looking for. Whatever I couldn't lay hands on up until now, I shall find it in 2023. Now, it's important for you to believe. Please, there's a sound here that I don't like. This one, this particular. That sound that I complained about some time ago, it has come again. The third prayer point. Lord, I am thankful that throughout this year, I shall experience your involvement in all my ways. 
God's involvement in everything I am doing is yielding a better outcome. I thank God that I am becoming more healthy and more wealthy in 2023 because God is arranging and providing for me. Don't worry, you we will have all you will have all these things, all the prayer points. I think let me share it so that it is shared for you. Okay. I'm sharing it for you for you to share it, for it to be shared on the screen. Ah, Reverend, don't you have it? You, sh- you should have had it already. Yeah, so take it to the back and. Oh, you have, you have it, but you've not opened it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So listen. According to the year, the declaration, the prophetic declaration of what they year 2023 is it is important to have certain understandings and know exactly what to do to have what you have declared you see one of the words of Jesus is that if you shall say to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Whatever you have said, you will have it. So if you were to fulfill that scripture, the part of your work in fulfilling that scripture is to fight anything that brings doubt. Do you get it? Sometimes people don't know what to do. What exactly to do. They are happy at declarations and things. You will have this. It's true, you will have this. But there's always something to do. Now, your ability to find out exactly what to do to make true everything that has been said concerning you is the key. Amen. And if you don't, you see, so it's not about what you say, but it's about what you don't doubt. Because whatever you say is fine. It will happen. As long as there's no doubt. So your task, in other words, your responsibility is to find out how doubt comes into a heart. And ward it off or prevent it from entering into your heart. Then once you know how to stop doubt from entering into your heart, you can go around and say what you want and doubt cannot stop it. Because what it means is that, please, okay, no, no, just be gentle, be gentle with, be gentle with the person, don't worry. It's not easy to have a child and go to public places. Children have no regard for public order. They get it. So I respect mothers who bring children to gatherings and things because it's like in spite of all possibilities, I'm still coming. 
So ashes, you must always be gentle. Do you get it? You must always be gentle with the people. Speak to them kindly. And don't embarrass them. Do you get it? Don't embarrass them. Just gently. Ashes, please take note. Hallelujah. So what it is is that you must learn to fight what will stop whatever has been said concerning you. Now, 2023 is my year of being thankful. What, in, what will make me thankful? What will make me thankful? Or what is involved in being thankful? You see, thankfulness can be expressed in many different ways. Like saying thank you and walking off. But you see, there are levels of saying thank you. And the highest level is to become what was desired of you to be. Let me, let me explain it. Now, our year of being thankful to God, our year of being thankful to God, 2023, what is the best way or what has God done for us for us to be thankful? You see, that was the question that the psalmist asked, the offering scripture. What shall I render unto the Lord? For, for the benefits, for the reward. But you see, when you read that scripture, please, follow, 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 verse, verse, Bible verse. Don't be too occupied with the screen not to hear what I'm saying and help me to preach. So, you see, the verse... When, when, I, when I saw the verse, I went to the scripture to read what else is there. And, and, and it said that because you have broken the chains. Psalm 116 verse 12 downwards, please. Are you still on holidays? So keep, keep going. Keep verse 13, verse 14. What's the next verse? The next verse. He said, no, no, stay there, stay there. He said, oh Lord, truly, I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed me from my bonds. You have loosed me from, you have broken the chains that bind me. Now, for us as Christians, though we don't value it, and though it doesn't seem to preoccupy us, the work of God that has brought us where we are, where we are now children of God, is the work of breaking the hold of Satan over our lives. That is 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 the work of God. That is the reason why we know Jesus. 
as we know him. He came for one thing so that you and I can be free from the domination of Satan and sin to come under the domination of God and righteousness. The Bible says that he who knew no sin became sin that we, we might be the righteousness of God. So in our being thankful, if in our expressing thankfulness, the quality, the best level of thankfulness is to be what the person came for. In other words, he came to make you righteous unto God. The, the only way you can show gratitude is to just be what he came to make you. You see, the only one of the key ways by which children show gratitude to parents is that every parent has a desire for a child. One of them is that the child should grow up normally. The child should go to school, pass exams, get a good course, not, not get an university classmates. Because some of you, you, you end up just getting classmates at the university. The course you did, your, even your parents don't know the course you did. Do you get it? But, but listen, the least you can do for a parent is to become what they desire of you. And that is to be somebody who is able to stand in society, well employed, whatever it is. Have your own business. That, that's the desire of almost every parent. You see, the parent desire is for you to come to a stage in life when they don't have to look after you. And where you also have an income of your own, where you, you create a home of your own that they can visit. That, that's basically the desire of every child, every parent. Oh, my son is a lawyer. My son is an engineer. My daughter is a whatever, pharmacist, this, this, that's all they want. That, just to brag that, oh yeah, my children are this. That's all. Even if you don't give them something to eat, they won't complain much. But they just want you to be somebody stand, standing well in society. Now, as a child, the only gratitude or one of the highest level of gratitude is to give yourself to what they want you to be. And as Christians, Christ came to set us free from the power of Satan, from the domination of sin. That's all. That we will be the righteousness of God. Now, the, the, the best way we can say thank you to God for all that effort is to make every effort to be what he wants us to be. That's all. That's all. Because what would you give God in saying thank you? Just be what I have come to die for you. That's all. And so, what I realize is that it is because most of us neglect one thing. One thing. And that thing is not fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. 
Why am I saying what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit, who is God with you, would make you what he wants you to be. I've finished preaching. The message for me, from me, we wait for the message from our Father. At 12 o'clock sharp, I believe, or thereabout, we will join him live in Accra. But the, me, the local champion. <laughs> the, the, the local champion. The message I am giving for the year 2023 is that in order to be thankful, you must become what God came to die for. What Jesus came to die for. He came to die so that he can make you kings and priests unto our God. In 2023, there must be a clear sign that you are manifesting that for which salvation found you. In other words, you are becoming a king. A king dominates. I said a king is not dominated. A king dominates. A priest serves God. Not Satan. That is all. And to do that, you need, I didn't say you need the Holy Spirit. You need the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Unless you have fellowship of the Holy Spirit, you will not become what you were, you are destined to be. Many of us and many Christians know about the Holy Spirit, talk about the Holy Spirit, but have no fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I said, many of us know about the Holy Spirit, many of us talk about the Holy Spirit, but have no fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And therefore, going into the year, we need to give ourselves to learn what it entails to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I said, we need to give ourselves. I said, we need to give ourselves to, uh, to know what it entails to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Without my fellowship, without your fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the year of being thankful will not be realized by you and me. But it must be realized and it shall be realized Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Listen, there's no need to be excited. The, the most important thing is to know what you have to do. Once you know what you have to do, the rest, you, you don't, it will just come. Once you know what you have to do and do it, it will come. Now, I will explain to you what I mean by, you see, the Bible says in John 1 verse 12, it says, you see, John 1, the, not first John, John, the book of John, the gospel of John, the gospel according to St. John 1, 
tells us that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Please, okay, maybe let's start from verse 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. 3. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Verse 4. He was there. In him was life and the life was the light of men. Verse 5. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 6. There was a man sent from God, whose name is John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. Verse 8. There was not, he was not the light, but he was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light, which lighted every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Now, this is talking about Jesus. Jesus was in the world. The world was made by him, but the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. You see, the last part adds us to the equation. Because when, we, when he came, we were not here. When he came, we were not here. But even though we were not here, the promise was to them that even believe on his name, which includes us. Put your hands for God. So, so what, what as many as received him, to them gave he power to become who? Romans 8.14. As many, but, it says, but, as many, but. You see, but means that something has been said that is now being negated. It says, but, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. Do you see the two verses matching? To them that receive him, them gave he the power to become the sons of God. They had the power. Here it says, for as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. So you see, the power to become a child of God hinges on your being led by the Spirit. Because as many as believed on his name are the ones that received the Holy Spirit. Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38. Quick, 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 quick. Before we have only one hour. Hey, is my time finished? Acts 2.38, what does it say? Then Peter said unto them, repent. But you guys who opened the screen, what wrong did we do you? Somebody is shouting water. You see, they don't know what you have done. And therefore, this small mistake you have done, they are shouting water. 
But please, next time when you are opening, you must open well. There's no justification for opening it half. It's like bathing with your shirt on. If you are going to bath, then remove all your shirt so that you can bath well. Okay. So listen. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, which was promised, verse 39. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The promise is the promise of the Holy Spirit. So what I'm trying to say is that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, is central to every dream that God has for you. Now, it is in your fellowship with the Holy Spirit that opens up everything that he has in your life. Now, let's come home to the natural. One of the most dangerous things to happen to a boy and a girl is when they begin to interact. As long as there's no interaction between a boy and a girl, everything is... uh But when they begin to have fellowship... You see, so something that was not there. Just by virtue. You know, there are many people that they enter into relationship and you, they, it's something, they never thought of it. They just used to drive to work. They work at the same. You know, some of the problems that happen, you would think that people set out that I'm going to do this. It's not true. It is the power of fellowship. I said it is the power of fellowship. It is the power of fellowship. If you understand this, and if I understand this, we will become what God wants us to be. If there's anything, this is, listen to what I'm telling you. If there's, and this is what the Lord is telling me. That if there's anything you will do for yourself, learn to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The rest is history. You know, one day, one day, somebody was asked, this car that you are driving, if I know you, this is not the car you would have driven. And it was like, by choosing to buy this car, there's somebody who is influencing you. And it was true. 
Whoever said they didn't know. But you see, the person wanted to buy a 4 by 4 But because of the person's constant talking to me, constant talking to me, just talking, 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 the person ended up with something that was uncharacteristic of the person. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, I must admit, I'm the first to admit. You see, those of us who are the pastors, the children of our prophet, those who interact with him more do well. Those who interact with him less don't do well. You see, when he says it, you would think it's pride. But I am telling you, I've been a child in the house since 1990. I have the ability to make an observation. And I can tell you the truth. And you see, truth, you don't tell it because it favors you. Even when it's against you, you must tell it. Because, you see, what you can do, if you were to tell it, your child will do it for you. And will make up for your deficit. Those that are closer by way of constant interaction with him, they do well in ministry. Those that don't, don't do well. It's as simple as that. That's the reality. That is the reality. So I'm trying to show you the power of fellowship. And I'm not talking about a man. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. Whatever, please don't sleep. The la- you can't, you see, you have been sleeping the whole year. Eh? You have been sleeping the whole year. The last one hour of the year also, you want to sleep. Hey! Listen, so, so, I'm showing you the key to your prosperity, the key to becoming what you have declared, that your year of being thankful, 2023, the, the, the key to that room, where it will, everybody will say that you are truly thankful. You know, Paul, his life, was a life of being thankful to God for his salvation. He said, I was a blasphemer. I was injurious. But his way of saying thank you is just doing what God saved him for. And he spared nothing to accomplish that. Yeah. That was his way of being thankful. I said, that was his way. Of being thankful and I'm saying to us and saying to myself that we can enter that room as many as received him he gave power to become the sons of God as many as are led by the spirit they are the sons of God you want to be thankful to God 
Be led by the Spirit. I said, be led by the Spirit. The Spirit, how can somebody lead you when you don't interact with him? When you don't have fellowship with him? In closing, oh, we need to pray to enter into the new year. Second Corinthians chapter 13. We say it every day. But you see, we have to be careful that we, we say with our mouth, but we don't do. Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. That's the grace we share. That's the grace we share. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Jesus, grace. God the Father, love. Holy Spirit, communion. The word communion is the same word, fellowship. The, in fact, the word that was translated communion is the Greek word koinonia. You see, the grace that we share in our church the communion, the contribution, the participation, the fellowship. It's actually after Bishop taught us on this message. But I'm sure I didn't understand the message at that time. It was a long time ago. The communion of the Holy Spirit is the key to your success. Is the key to my prosperity, your prosperity. Is the key to our everything. The communion of the Holy Spirit. And so when Paul was praying for them, we call it a benediction. He said, the grace, the unmerited favor that comes from Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ was full of truth and grace. Or grace and truth. God so loved the world. He loves us. But the Holy Spirit, I'm sure maybe there may be a word or two about the love of the Holy Spirit. But I don't remember which verse that talks about the love of the Holy Spirit. They talk about the love of God. Jesus came to give us, to minister grace to us. God loves us and make all the arrangements. But the Holy Spirit, what he has is accessed by communion with him. If you understand this and you will learn this, what it means and how to have communion with the Holy Spirit. That will be the end of all your problems. 
communion of the Holy Spirit. So listen, I tried to do a little bit of write-up on the communion of the Holy Spirit. And let me see whether I will find it. I'm going to read through quickly. The word communion, the word that was translated communion is the Greek word kononia. And and what it means is partnership. Partnership. What does it mean to be in partnership? So the communion of the Holy Spirit or the koinonia of the Holy Spirit is the partnership of the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, a partner with you in this life? Or a human being is what you are crying for partnership? But to, to, to have fellowship with you or to have communion or koinonia with you is to enter into partnership with the Holy Spirit. So, so you see, you must begin to think, what does it mean to be a partner with somebody? Yeah, that, that's, that's your assignment. Think. What does it mean if I'm in partnership with the Holy Spirit? What does it mean if I'm a businessman in partnership with somebody else? What does it mean? Whatever it means is what it means when you are in partnership with the Holy Spirit. And even in the partnership, who is a senior partner? Are we equal partners? understand what I'm saying. So, so don't, don't go anywhere. Just check. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be my partner. Are we equal in partnership? Or there's a level, there's a difference. Who brings what? Who knows more? Who understands more? The next point, this one I can preach on it for the whole year. The next point, the next point of koinonia means fellowship. Is there a way of you helping us by getting the Greek, the strong concordance to give us koinonia and show us the things it says? Is there, is there a way of doing that? If there's not, don't worry. But I wish there was. So, the, the next meaning of koinonia is fellowship. Fellowship. Is there an agenda for a fellowship? Is there an agenda? When two people are having fellowship, is there an agenda? Yeah. 
Because the presence of an or there's an agenda depending on who is. You see, the presence of an agenda changes the fellowship to something else. But in true fellowship, there's not an agenda. We are just together. There's nothing like point number one, point number two. In fellowship, we are just chatting from one end of the wall to the other end. So, so does that do you say you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Really? What do you talk about? Is that, I mean, do you really? Oh, Holy Spirit, I need this. Holy Spirit, can you do this? Holy Spirit, can you? Do note fellowship and and go into details what enhances fellowship and what hinders fellowship I mean it's hard to fellowship with somebody who has an unpleasant odor Every time the person talks, you have to breathe another air from somewhere just to, to be able to receive the next dose. Anyway, contribution, contribution. One of the meaning of the word koinonia is contribution, contribution. contribution who are the contributors of your life and the decisions of your life remember Paul said and the communion of the Holy Spirit the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. The same word that was used, communion, is the same word, it's also translated contribution of the Holy Spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit contribution in your life? Where is the Holy Spirit contribution in your life? Where is the contribution of the Holy Spirit in my life, in my decisions, in my goals, in my dreams? Who is giving you the dream of this life? It's a question. Does he get a chance to contribute? Yes, when the idea was formulating, was he involved in the discussion that he may contribute to the idea? Participation, participation, participation is another word that also means the same thing, koinonia. 
participation. Who are the participators in your life? Is the spirit of God a participator of your life? Or you and your friends? You see, the Holy Spirit can directly or indirectly participate in your life if your friends were of, had the Spirit of God. But unfortunately, most of your friends have another spirit. I don't know whose spirit. Is it the one that, that Jesus called Peter Satan? Because he recognized that the advice coming from Peter is not from the spirit of God. It's from the spirit of Satan. And that's why he called him Satan. He said, for thou savorest the things that be not of God, but the things that, that, thou savorest the things that be of men and not the things that be of God. And sadly, 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 most Christians don't like the true godly people in their lives. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You want me to start? Look, it's the last hour. Let's let's not let's not start. Let's not start. No, no, no. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Let's use. I'm not going to argue with you using the last hour of 2022. I'll go deeper, but not with this hour. If you know what I'm talking about, so it's up to you. Another word is intercourse. Intercourse. I don't know how to explain that one. Hey, I, I, I have a lot of things. I didn't know that I have a lot of things like that. Then, then the same, another word for the same is intimacy. Intimacy. Then I ask many questions. I ask, what does partnership mean? Similar goals and purpose. Is partnership on equal footing? Fellowship, to be together, just to know each other, with no agenda, getting closer. How do you get close? By spending time. So we need to find out, how do we spend time with the Holy Spirit? Now, all this can be possible if only we were conscious of the Holy Spirit. 
Listen, 2023, nothing matters apart from the Holy Spirit and our fellowship with him. Listen, listen. The Holy Spirit and your fellowship with him will bring into your life God himself because he is the spirit of God. Now, if God is your counselor, where will you go wrong? If God is your counselor, where would you go wrong? Hmm? Even if you want to go wrong, you can't go wrong. One of the benefits of going to certain schools is whether the school has a lot of examiners. I went to a school where the subjects I did, the, the, the teachers of those subjects in that school were chief examiners. They were chief, a chief examiner is, is a, Examiners are normally those who mark the scripts. But the chief examiners, they determine, they discuss which, which questions to set for each year. So, so if your lecturer is a chief examiner, In fact, you will only fail by a lot of effort. <laughs> and you see, you see, in that particular school, let's say if there were 10 distinctions in the country, you would get about six or seven from that school. Because by the time you go to the exam room, the questions that are there, you have worked a similar thing before. It may not be the same thing, but you know, ah, this one, we, this question is the same thing, just values have been changed. Yeah, and, and that school, that school that I went to, I, I wrote the what would have been the matric exam one year before my matric year actually two terms not the full year two terms and I still managed to pass because we are being taught by the examiners so the point I'm making how can your life go wrong when God is your advisor when God is the one who said, go here, do that. You cannot. You cannot. So listen, the communion of the Holy Spirit, if there's anything Christians we will learn, is somebody to teach us how to have communion with the Holy Spirit. If you know how to talk with God, 
there's nothing that can go wrong with your life. Because he has the wisdom to defeat Satan. And he has the power to implement whatever step he says you should take. And he has the resources to provide whatever is needed. The reason why God cannot lie is that if he says a thing is blue and that thing is white, he will change it to blue. You see, you see, you see, you and I may not have the power to change something white to blue. But God does. So he, whatever he says, he has what it takes to make it. So he can't lie. Even if he wants to lie, he can't. If he says the thing is yellow, and the thing is blue, the thing will change to yellow because God said yellow. Are you with me? So listen. Listen. Oh, okay. So intercourse, fellowship, intimacy. Wow. Shall we have some letters? Listen, listen. It's a very simple message. Let us give ourselves in 2023 to what it means to have communion fellowship participation intercourse contribution intimacy of the Holy Spirit you agree with me that some of them I mean, you can't have intercourse in public, would you? But, 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 in this type of intercourse is not the one you know. Because intercourse is more of an exchange. Do you get it? Like a dialogue, interaction type of thing. With the Holy Spirit, you can have intercourse with him anyway. Because it's not the evil one that you do. You get it? That's, it's, it's important. Because you see, when you are conscious of the Holy Spirit, from the toilet to the shopping mall, as you are checking the clothes, you can, because when you go shopping with your friends, you still talk whilst you are checking the clothes. Hey, this clothes, how do you feel? How will you feel on me? Isn't it? Uh-huh. So your consciousness of the Holy Spirit allows you to talk with him from lying on your bed to the toilet, to the washroom, to whatever it is. Recently, I was talking with my wife and I was in the shower and she was on the phone and we were talking. Mm -hmm. 
because by the grace of God, my shower is not, I mean, the one that your hand, when you move, your hand will hit. You know, some showers, you don't just bath anyhow. You have to bath carefully because otherwise you will, you will hurt yourself. <laughs> so the space is big enough so the phone was distant from the water and I realized that as I was showering I was talking to her and I said oh okay so I can do this and still chat with somebody else you see that's the Holy Spirit for you you can talk to him with him anywhere anytime what is robbing you and me of it is the consciousness that the Holy Spirit is a person with us all the time. He's not a wind. He's a person. He's a spirit. And let us in this coming year read all the books about how to commune with the Holy Spirit. You see, don't read the books that tells you the works of the Holy Spirit. You don't need to know the works of the Holy Spirit. You just need to know how to talk to Him. Because when you know how to talk to Him, even without you knowing what He's doing, He will do what He has to do in your life. I mean, some of you have fallen in love with people without you knowing that you're actually falling in love, before you realize, ah, I'm falling in love, I'm in it. Uh-huh. Why? Because the, you just open yourself up to have conversation, constant conversation, constant fellowship with the person. I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. And the Lord would help us. Let us rise to our feet. Are we on in Accra? Is Bishop on stage? So let's be, let's pray for some few minutes. Thank the Lord and then be connected. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Thank you for a new year. We are actually in the new year. Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Give him praise. So take We thank you, Lord. Thank him for the new year. We have seen nine minutes of the new year. And tell somebody happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. We've made it. We've made it. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.